Lucy Bryden. Yes, Kat and Campbell. How the hell are you? I am good. I'm good. We finally got summer here for all of three days, maybe. (laughs) I was actually wearing a vest top, but I put a t-shirt underneath so that you wouldn't see my oxters in the video. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing my Don't Fuck With Fairy shirt. Are you? I'm love that color, actually. so proud. I know I love it too. The maroon. It was so funny. Max was in the bathroom when I was getting ready and I was like, Max, my 12 year old. This is what happens when you have three kids. And this is like your when your oldest child and you have three kids is 12. I would never be wearing this shirt. He would never be hearing me swear. Like you're still very much above mm-hmm. board because I had an eight year old. Right. So eight. Tw- yeah. 8, 10, 12, but they're all two years apart. It but all now, goes downhill. Yeah. But yeah. now that I have old teenagers, I'm literally like all those rules are out the window. Right. So he comes in the bathroom and I'm like, Max. And he's like, what? I'm like, don't fuck with fairies. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, but aren't they tiny? Like I can fuck with the fairies. They're so tiny. And I'm like, that is a myth. Fairies are all sizes. Oh, they can be I know. just like humans. I'm like, and don't let anyone fool you. They are nasty things. Wait until you hear. Wait until you hear <gasps> oh, today's right. episode. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so Max excited. should be listening to it because oh. if Max listened to this week's episode, he would definitely know not to fuck with the fairies. Yeah. Well, I definitely. told him. And he was like, oh, because they're real. I'm like, don't even tempt. They are nasty. <laughs> don't, don't poke them. They're you mean poke. he was making fun of you? Was know, he rolling he his eyes? Was maybe mm-hmm. a little bit, but at least I feel like I was a good mom and I gave him a fair warning. So if anything happens, you're winning at the mom game there. Oh, yeah, I'm really <laughs> killing it. <laughs> yeah, you know you're not teaching him about road safety or no. look both danger, ways. Danger, don't look fuck both with fairies and don't <laughs> fuck with the fairies. It's all you need to know. Live well and. <laughs> Yeah, conquer. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I went to visit some stone circles this week. Oh, your pictures were the most beautiful pictures I've ever well, seen. Well, thank oh. my iPhone 11 and its fancy new, like, what's it called? That view where it takes like a wider view, like wide oh, angle yeah. lens. It was beautiful with the sun shining through the trees. It oh. looks totally fake or like some rigged postcard that you bought on like a I gift know. shop. It was beautiful. I'm I so know. jealous. So the first one that we went to is called the Druid Stones for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Mm -hmm. And it was just so beautiful because it was quite a small stone circle, but it was in amongst this circle of beech trees. And then the second one that I went to is at, was actually in the middle of a churchyard. Oh, I and know. those ones, the stones were like five times bigger wow. and they looked like fangs. They were all pointy <gasps> at the top. Ooh. So they're almost gothic. Wow. They had that kind of scary gothic feel. And it was right there. So they just built the church, buried people and left this massive stone circle right next to it. Very cool. Very cool. I wonder if they specifically chose that spot, you know, because Mm -hmm. those stones have been there for centuries longer than the people who built the church. So I wonder if they went there on purpose to like kind of make it sacred or sanctify or or get rid of you know they did that with uh, a lot of things right I think a lot of places 
churches and sacred places were built on top of previous sacred places because oh. that place is considered sacred. So maybe, or yeah, well, maybe or well, or they were like, oh, we'll just shove it here. <laughs> or, well, I was thinking like one of the stories in one of the episodes we talk about where the um, they had the, it was like the was the Orkney Island Finn Folkeheim episode. Was that mm-hmm. seven where there was you story- mean you remember the number of that episode? I'm so impressed. It's a really they're, good episode. They're all blurring into one. <laughs> I know, I know. I could be way off too. But there was some, there was a story where the mermaid was there was like evidence of the mermaid and blah blah blah. And then the church came in and they literally like put a cross up right yeah. there to like be like, no more this fairy nonsense. Yeah, like, we're Jesus taking Christ over. So I didn't we're know if it was something like claim. that. Yeah, let's cleanse be. this with Christianity mm-hmm. and get rid of the dark arts that we're Because actually, now you say it, there are quite a lot of churchyards in the northeast of Scotland that have a standing stone in them or mm. even Pictish, carved Pictish stones in the that are incorporated into the walls of the church. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That is super neat. Oh, my gosh. I would love to see one of those. I know you have to come over. I have a really quick question about the the picked st- standing stones. Do mm-hmm. those? I feel like, and I don't know why I have this impression that the pictish stones that I've seen because they're by your house. There's that beautiful big one that's just like by mm-hmm. the side of the road that we all jumped out and saw. Um, are those shrouded in more or less? mystery than like the full stone circles that people come across I feel like there isn't quite the air of like wonder and ooh and awe and mystery around those individual Pictish stones as there are around kind of this sacred stone circle is that just me in a weird impression or do you, is that you find well, that that's true from the locals as well do you know what I that's such a difficult question to answer mm-hmm. because obviously I can't really speak for all the locals there's probably a lot there's probably a lot of people who mm. live in Scotland and don't give a shit about the local stone circle and don't right. really notice it. It's just there in the field and they right. don't really notice. Just so there sad. are maybe people that find the stone circles more intriguing or there might be people that find the Pictish stones mm. more intriguing. So I don't know. I think that... What's, the, your, what's your impression? The what whole... Um, the whole meaning of the Pictish stones is more mysterious than the stone circles but so there's that in that we really don't know what they are whereas there's a lot of good guesswork on the stone circles Mm -hmm. but the stone circles seem to have a bit more awe for me because of the size and the fact that it's this big circle rather than just one stone I don't know they're probably equal you know we need to get that is a good segue Hmm. into um saying we need to get so my my cousin and her son have this facebook page and an instagram if you guys want to follow it it is called unseen aberdeenshire and my cousin's son knows a lot about Pictish stones and stone circles. That's so we'll, maybe we, we need to get him in as a guest and that could be his topic. Yeah, I would love yeah. to hear what what the thoughts are because it's it when you're coming in blind as a tourist, you just think like I mean, I know enough about them to know that they're not related in any way. But if you're new 
to Scotland are new tourists. Yeah. Think, oh, all of these stone things and you would lump them all together. Right. But they're actually have nothing to do with one another. They're not built around the same Mm -hmm. way, but they do coexist in the same spaces. So I would love to kind of. Yeah. They're like a couple of thousand years apart. Oh, yeah. They're nothing to do with culture of the people was completely different by the time the Pictish stones were. I I also wonder what people in other time periods thought of these things because for us we've got all these university courses with anthropology and all of these things that we can analyze these things but what did people in the 1600s or the 1800s or even earlier than that what did they think of these things that were in the landscape they obviously thought enough of them not to bulldoze them over right they're still there right right they're definitely still there I would which I so just it's awesome can we just talk about that for a second that everything is still really untouched and for me as an American going over there that's what makes it so special because let me tell you if that was in the United States that shit would be bulldozed and there would be like 8,000 townhomes built over like there would be zero regard zero and that would be some developer would go in there and it would be like the Stepford Wives subdivision, like where I live, you know, where there's just zero. Well, and then you would just landscape. have shitload more ghosts than you have because you've disturbed somebody's <laughs> sacred site without I asking. Know. I know. So I'm just really, I think that's why I love Scotland so mm-hmm. much is that it's the, the total antithesis of what it is like to live in most places in the United States. Like Mm -hmm. it's plain and simple. There are no strip malls. There is, you don't have a target or a Walmart on every corner. There's, you can't, there's nothing like that whatsoever in vast portions of it. And it's so, it's such a special sacred, like throwback as like a human being to go visit your beautiful country I mean it really is so special and then and then on top of that you have these little hidden magical stone circles like even further like as you further dive into the landscape I mean it is it's really special like it really really is and that's why I'm obsessed and why I'm going and why I'm working really hard to make my drink not taste like the ass that it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross, but I'm working so hard to like it so I can come over. You just, I was going to say, you just need to drink enough of it. But then if you drink too much of it and you vomit, you'll have the opposite reaction, it, which is what I used to get when I drank too much of something when I was younger. I just yeah. wouldn't even be able to oh. come anywhere near the smell of it for a really long <laughs> yeah. time. So don't I'm, do that. I'm not getting crazy over here, but I am practicing my Scottishness. So I know I can be a proper. You need to practice the accent next. We'll give oh. you lessons. Oh my gosh. Let us, Max, my youngest was doing... He does accents so well, and he can does do the he? Scottish accent, and he does a Russian one super well. Oh so last goodness. night, I, yesterday, I was like, I will pay you $50 if you do a Scottish accent for me and say something. And he was like, huh. And then I was like, crap, I just offered him so much money. What have I done? And he was like, 
he was like, hmm, well, what do you want me to say? And then I was like, oh, because I know I have like one shot at this, right? Because he's at that age where like- Did I'm you record like, him? You should have recorded him. So but I want, him what do you want me to make him say? He does it so well. It's so good. And I don't even know how he does oh it. Oh my goodness. You have to what give him a little script because I have to owe him so much money. Yeah. I'm going to have to ponder that. Okay. I'll ponder that. I don't think I could come up with something straight well, off the bat. No, yeah. But I will think about ponder it. it. It'll Let's be the give Lucy, Lucy Scottish then... challenge is what I'm going to test him at. And I'm yeah. going to have one it has chance. To be, it has to be something that includes, if we're going to really test him, yeah. these are the things that Swears. I always spot when people are putting on Scottish accents. Oh, that's a great idea. In films. Okay. So yes, yes. It's, it, I know it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me too much. I just let it slide, but I can definitely tell the actors in yes. Outlander that aren't Scottish oh, because their sure. R's yeah. are wrong. Yeah. It, the, and, it's the R in every language that is yeah. different. Yes. And they're, their ch sound so what you would say with loch that ch sound is wrong right right that makes sense so and there is another one that i can't think off the top of my head but there's definite sounds so we need to think of a phrase yes. that has those sounds in it yes. so that we don't give him an easy ride because come on it. if he's getting paid 50 dollars, you've got to make him work hard I don't know for what that. i've done i just thought for sure he would say no no matter what i said so i just threw out like the ultimate reward and now i think he's gonna do it and i was like Damn, I'd say a, a Scottish of... phrase for fifty dollars. <laughs> I know. Like, what have I done? But I know I don't think he would do it otherwise. I'm like, oh, well, he I owe oh, he owes us some money, so maybe that'll just erase his debt. Yeah, and that's just better. so good because as he gets older, there's no way he'll do it ever again. So I feel like it's yeah, better. and you need to get it. your recorder out and record it, and then we could like stick him in in a little segment in the I podcast. Know. I know, keep him that's, there forever. That's what I'm. That's what I'm actually hoping to do. All right. <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week? I'm so. Or we start this week's topic. Can I just? Oh yeah. Say that I had two additional pieces of information sent to us about previous episodes yes let's do it and they were both sent to us by the aforementioned hidden Aberdeenshire no unseen Aberdeenshire always get the name muddled up I'll sorry. follow them so they're called unseen Aberdeenshire and the first one was about the Loch Ness Monster oh, and this great. is fascinating yes so they're obviously avid listeners of this podcast if they are telling me things that they have uncovered while listening so this one says I'm just going to read it out um in the Loch Ness Monster episode you discuss that perhaps the monster time travels did you know that the guy from Ancient Aliens I've never watched I've watched a few episodes of that show but not much did an episode on Nessie and it was discussed that the amount of quartz at the sides of the loch and the correct conditions could create a time slip in which people might be catching a glimpse of a creature from the past shut the front door are you serious cool shut up Really? And then she sent me a link to not that specifically, but an article about other examples of time slips. What? Um, that aren't Scottish, but that they, they there's some cool ones. Like there was a couple who uh two couples that were on holiday in France that 
I've heard this story before, actually. They were traveling through the French countryside and they found this really cute, quaint hotel and they booked in for the night, but everything was kind of weird in there. Like there was no glass in the windows and the people in the bar were dressed kind of funny and everything. And then they paid and it was super cheap and they left the next day. And then when they went back to try and find it on their way back through, it disappeared Really, and then later on they'd done a bit of research and realized that the um the outfits that the people were wearing were from the early 1900s so they think it was a time slip but anyway remember I'm convinced that it could be something like that with Nessie I that's I've never even heard the word time slip before I haven't even heard of that expression And that just yeah, conjures a, up all sorts of fairy and time travel. and I know. Well, there's another, without, without going c- completely off on a tangent, and yeah. three hours later, I still haven't spoken about yes. Celian on Silly Court. There's another really interesting example of a time slip that if you want to Google it and look it up, okay. it's about some women that were in Versailles. And okay. I think it possibly was in the early 1900s I'm not exactly sure when I might have that wrong but they were there as visitors Versailles was like open to the public or whatever and they were walking through Versailles okay and then they think what they came across what was a time slip because they crossed this bridge and then suddenly there were like people they thought that they'd come across like role play people but there was like people dressed up and they they were down near where the Marie Antoinette had her little miniature farm okay um she had this miniature farm at the at the kind of bottom of the garden of Versailles Mm -hmm. where she would go and pretend to be a peasant and she'd like dress she'd, like, up in like a peasant's outfit and oh, she'd like have like farm animals and oh. she could like be normal. Um, and although it's quite a fancy building still, but anyway, mm-hmm. and it was down there and they came across almost like this scene of people and they, and yeah. So that's another instance of what is thought to be a time slip. Gosh, so, I'm gonna look that up. That is there is there really info online about that? I guess there's yeah, info yeah, online yeah. about literally everything. So why wouldn't there be that? Yeah. That's really I listened to really a podcast cool. about that a while ago, but I also Googled it afterwards because I found it super interesting. Yeah. And there is information online. So that was the first piece of information. And then are you waiting, Karen? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Because the next one is Deborah at Hidden, uns- keep saying hidden, Unseen Aberdeenshire, okay. solving the mystery of Elf Shot. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I'm all ears. We didn't know what it was. No idea. So she said that Elf Shot is pretty obvious, actually, but Elf Shot is damage inflicted by elf or fairy weapons, such as we arrowheads. That. In relation to animals, elf shot would be blamed for cattle being struck with sudden, probably fatal illnesses. Yes, that so is the mark correct. The flag but is that shot? But I, I don't think it was elf spot. Wasn't the word? Well, elf shot is different. Oh, it was elf spot. Yeah, it was not elf shot because elf shot is very well known and documented, which is what she said. It is elf spot. It's not shot. 
not that. Oh, so if you're listening, please. we need the answer to that one, yes. Deidre, because that's the one that we need to know. Yes. But thank you for listening, Deborah, and <laughs> contributing. Because I mean, every information is cool information. Yeah. So well, yeah, please. I got those two muddled up as well then. Yeah. And I did too, because I was listening to something afterwards and I was like, oh, that's the answer. And then I was like, wait, I don't think it is because that is like a wet, like you can find elf shot oh, in okay. a lot of places. So, and that is something. Do you, do you want to maybe whoever documented the flag meant elf shot? And just it would be like, a type, it? I don't think that's a typo. Because that's just a P instead of an H. I don't think so. Because it's Wikipedia and Wikipedia is always, <laughs> always never right. gets it would never wrong. get that wrong. <laughs> so therefore but we Googled elf spot and we couldn't find a single nothing. frigging yeah, thing. I know. I know. So maybe, but well, I maybe just find that the, yeah, but every every source and thing I listened to said the same thing. It wasn't well, like maybe they all got it from Wikipedia. That actually could be true. <laughs> could be true. If anyone else can, yes. Is there a difference some between shot, snot, and spot? Do you <laughs> want to hear it? Snot. <laughs> could be elf well, snot. that was what you said. You were like, it could be the baby, like juices. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that lasted thousands of years. I don't think well, the mystery you know, is that shit's hard to wash out. <laughs> that is true. That is true for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Either way. So either way is cool. It is cool. <laughs> yes. So this so, week we're going to actually do something that is almost like the backbone to probably a lot of future episodes or even past episodes that we've already covered. Because I feel like if you understand this, this is like the, the root of the tree of folklore, Scottish fairy folklore, is the Seelie and the Unseelie Court. I, I'm, I'm so excited. Do you know what the first thing is I'm going to say? I just love the name. I know. I know. It already like transplants my mind into some fantasy Experience world just type the, yes like I am all in I cannot wait to hear what you're gonna say and I it gives me this image of yes uh woodland with mm. fairies arriving on horses with yes. um with medieval banners and yes. horns and well almost- it also with the with the court infers this complex layering of society oh, where you have people of power and then you have people that are servants and you have like it's it just insinuates this whole complex mm-hmm. society which is which I can't wait is that even true I don't even know yeah. but that's what I'm dreaming in my head and and then I, I well, want to learn everything in true Scottish folklore style we don't just have fairies which is what a lot of other countries have we have this complex right structure of and all these different fairies and how they all relate to each other and what they do and what place they take so it's actually I think quite unique to Scotland and because a lot of other countries the fairies are just fairies they're right. just 
all kind of individual fairies that do their individual thing. Right. But in Scotland, there is this division of Sealy Court and the Unsealy Court. And it actually is a little bit more complicated than that, which I will go into. But just to give like a super quick rundown synopsis at the beginning, the Sealy Court is the happy court, the slightly nicer one. And I say slightly nicer one for a reason. So pay attention to that because you'll be finding out later. And then the unsealy court are all the baddies of the fairy world, the evil ones. But actually there are more than just, it's a little bit more complicated than it just the silly and the, the unsealy. It, it, it always is. <laughs> well, I know we really have our work cut out for us doing research for this podcast because it's not like we're just reading out a simple story. Yeah. You start researching and then you realize that Holy it's shit. a lot more complicated. So many with like four tangents and arms and legs. I just it have, makes my head spin sometimes. I know. I know. I just have one really quick question. Yeah, go for it. It's, it's about scotch oh sorry whiskey Mm -hmm. can you do you ever just mix it with stuff are there mixer drinks with whiskey or is that like a no like no um can you like make do you make cocktails out of your whiskey or is it just straight up oh do you know what my mom likes whiskey and ginger ale oh that would be good yeah because i think i'm gonna dump mine in my diet coke is that okay yeah go do that Mm -hmm. because I have this delicious Diet Coke next to me, plus my whiskey. And I think I feel like I could just combine them together. You probably like it more. I think so, too. But, like, that's like a like a Jack and Coke it's, is what we would drink sacrilege. in the U.S. I know. But oh, is, I was going to add, I know it's ginormous. Is that like a, is that a thing? Or is that like a huge no-no? If you go no, to a bar. I'm not going to judge you. It's fine. No, I just want to know if what not or what to do or not to do when I'm at a, a bar in Scotland. Can I be like, yo, give me <laughs> Give me a, give me a whiskey and Coke or a Jack and Coke. Are yeah. they gonna, is that all right? I think you could ask, you, you could ask for a whiskey and Coke. Um, people might oh, that's roll their eyes and be delicious. like, ah, she's American. That's why. Right. That's what I want to know. I mean, be honest with me. I want to know. <laughs> is that what they would say? Maybe behind your back. When oh, you're that's not, not nice. They can say it right to my face. It's okay. <laughs> I can take it. Oh, that's delicious. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to know if that was like sacrilegious. That's okay. That's okay because that's super fine here. Like you can you can mix anything you want. And yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I just want to know if that's authentic or I'll not. I'll just say something later when you're not listening. <laughs> very mean. <laughs> well, it's delicious. <laughs> FYI, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> much more palatable okay I'm really excited go for it sorry for the interruption well actually when you were saying about the word court yes that is part of the whole makeup of this is that whole notion of like a court like a royal court Mm -hmm. but also like a group of people and a company of people so that's where that part of the word comes from and then the origin of the word silly and unsilly is that there's a lot of kind of old Scots and old English that have connections. And so silly means like happy or blessed or lucky. And actually the modern word silly mm-hmm. comes from that. Oh, really? So, neat. That's neat. Yeah. 
did not know that. I know. I didn't know it either. Very so that's cool. kind of cool. So yeah, the word silly has turned into the word silly. And there's another, they're also called, and I'm probably even going to pronounce this wrong, but I will spell it as well. But it's also known as goodwichts. So that's G-U-D-E. Mm-hmm. And that's an old way of saying good as in something is good. Mm-hmm. And wichts means beings, apparently. So that's like good okay. beings. beings. Like okay. Good beings. And sounds almost German, like the way I that you know, pronounce it. I know, but actually, it. the funny thing is that there are quite a lot of Scots words that are have do have similar connections to German. So, or is it, or is it from the Dutch? Because the Dutch could were be here, Dutch. and they yeah. have the same Germanic yeah. language roots. Yeah, fascinating. My granny, who would have been well over a hundred by now, she was still alive because she died when she was ninety nine, and that was like 10 years ago maybe but mm-hmm. um she sometimes said things that mm-hmm. almost sounded Dutch or German yeah interesting my mom is German actually I am German which is why I'm not Scottish but my mom speaks German as well so some of those yeah. sounds come out and I'm like oh I recognize that yeah similar sounds mm-hmm. so very neat the difficult thing with this is I was thinking, do I speak just about the Sealy Coat first and then the Unsealy or do I dip into both? And there was no actual positive, correct answer for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just probably going to be all over the place. Be all over the place. Go I'll go off. with you. I'm, I'm with you. We're just going to go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the... the word silly which means happy or blessed the word unsealy is the opposite means unhappy unfortunate unlucky those kind of things okay and actually the, it was saying somewhere that the, the scots word there's a scots word called unsell an old scots word and that means like a troublesome person mm. so and there's also an old english word which is spelt slightly differently but obviously I think said the very similar okay. on style and that also means unlucky mm. so that's the kind of origin of the word unsealy and they are also known as the wicked wicks so so while the silly are the good wicks yes. the unsealy are the wicked wicks yes so that's what you need to know about them but mm. we'll go into it in a little bit more detail Good. so there are actually other ways of categorizing fairies so hmm. some fairies are known as trooping I love this I do fairies. too I do that conjures up a whole nother I know. image in my head so that totally for me yeah. conjures up this image mm-hmm. of uh, and I can't wait to do paintings based on it of fairies going through the forest with some of them on horses and some of them walking by and mm-hmm. like music being played. Yeah, I was just going to say in the and, music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. But actually it's thought that the trooping fairies are the from the Sealy Court. Okay. Which makes sense because they're merry and music and yes. they're just having their grand old time. And the... Uh, the unsealy fairies are more likely to be solitary fairies. Yeah. There are other fairies which are solitary fairies. And it's more likely that they are part of the 
unseelie court. Right, because they're out to kill you. But there are also solitary fairies, which are part of neither court. Hmm. And it's thought that these were the fairies that either were banished for doing something wrong, or they were outcasts, or... They were just not wanting to be part of either court. And in some ways, they are thought to be less dangerous, Hmm. but in other ways, more dangerous. So that makes no sense to me. (laughs) Can I interrupt for one second? I wonder, because immediately what comes to mind is something like like the Banshee, like the Irish Banshee or who are, who are solitary but they're also not really unseely because there also is that like ghost relationship they mm-hmm. have where they're like their actual ancestors tied to families and that sort of thing. Is was that kind of like an example of some of a fairy who would be in neither court? Perhaps. I don't know about the Banshee in particular because I did do a bit of Googling about what fairies were in which court mm-hmm. and I got a few examples but not a lot of the books or the websites that I consulted actually told you specific. It wasn't like, this is a list of Sealy. This is a list of unsealy. Okay. This is a list of the yeah. ones that don't okay. fit into either. Okay. It was, there were a couple of examples, but I think that you would probably more have to read up on the individual fairies yourself and then decide which court through their actions and their behavior that they were part of interesting Um, but I bet the banshee would come into that category because they they are quite a solitary type of being and and they're those fairies that are like stuck with a family like they they, yeah they're they're like tied to their families and not to a place or Mm -hmm. but then they I suppose they could be unsealy uh, and, an, yeah. and a solitary unseelie because there are unseelies that are solitary that, oh, true. that aren't part of a, true, so, true, true. a particular okay. society. But actually the whole thing of the seelie and the unseelie is what's the structure hmm. to the whole of fae society in hmm. Scotland. So it's like they and they've got like they're all like political alliances and they've got their own armies and all of this kind of stuff. And of course, they've also got their own kings and queens and squires and lesser beings. And so good. Can we can this be like a six hour episode? Because I want to talk about this forever. Well, if you want, but I don't know if I've got enough information for six hours but just letting you know we, I'm we enjoying could this easily so much. blab on for six hours <laughs> i know we could <laughs> even if we've only got one sheet of information i know we can this make is it last my, six this hours. is my favorite i can't wait to hear I know. What, what else I know. you have it to say fascinating i know i know and it's fascinating that this has just been so well thought through yes i know we see yes. this almost every single week yes. But it's not like there's just this people in a village going, there's a wicked fairy over there. They're like, yes. well, this fairy's related to this fairy and they belong to this court. Yes. And they're, you know, it's like, 
classification yes. of theories. I think about this all the time. And there's not one account. There's thousands of accounts. Like there's a lot of people who know a lot of things. And I think over the centuries, it's been either in to talk about this stuff or whoa, like you do not talk about this stuff because people are going to judge you and say that you're crazy. And that goes in and out of fashion over the centuries. Yeah. We have per- periods. Um, yeah. So there actually um, some of the information that I was reading online was saying that the the notion of the unsealy court is a lot newer okay um in written history okay which obviously doesn't mean that it hadn't been orally because sure. it could have been yeah orally but it we tend to hear just about the sealy court for a lot longer than the un the sealy and the unsealy and so I was reading one website. I think it might have been just wait until you hear the name of this website, Karen. You're going to lose your shit (laughs) and you're going to stop wanting to record because you're going to want to go and check it out immediately. There is a website. Mm -hmm. We've been looking at Wikipedia for a lot of our episodes initially. This one is Fairypedia. Oh, I know. There's also like, there's another, no, but there's one that's like wiki myths or something. There's like a wiki, there's little subsects of of wiki for all of us little (laughs) fantasy nerds who want to know all the other things. So, um, well, that's good. You know about it already. You won't run off straight away then. No. Yes. So, um, yeah. So in the, I think it was the Fairypedia website was saying that, that whoever wrote that article thought that originally all the fae lived in this one big court Hmm. and then there was like a a disagreement and a fight and an uprising and some of the members wanted to leave and they branched off and then that became the unsealy court which to me now that I'm rereading that out to you I'm making connections with the whole like heaven and hell thing. Yeah. And how the the demons and stuff mm-hmm. in hell were actually originally angels, but mm-hmm. they became bad and they left and they turned into hell. And I'm not an expert on that kind of thing, but I know that there is something to do with that, isn't there? Yeah. So it's, it's it's really similar to me. There is. And I, and I'm, I, I, I don't know enough about this, except for that I've bumped into this idea in my readings as well. Like fairies also are like fallen angels uh-huh. that kind of got bounced out of heaven and like didn't quite make it to hell. So they're in this sort of in between phase which is why they kind of come in and out of people's views and like they're kind of almost in like a no one uses the word purgatory but it it feels like purgatory Mm -hmm. in some cases and explains why some people can see them and some people most people cannot and but that's also another christian influence yeah way to understand how some people justify their existence and kind of where they came from and it's it's interesting to wonder which way the influence goes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because did the fairy belief influence that christian notion right or vice versa or vice versa my mind is a little blown right now i know Mm -hmm. i know i love i love 
as you research, mm-hmm. finding the connections and seeing the connections. And there are more mm-hmm. cool connections with Celie and Unseelie fairies coming up. So Ooh, stay, yes. stay tuned. I got it. And we I'm don't ready. even have an ad break. I need some popcorn for this Nobody show. sponsors us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Nope. Get your popcorn. Yes. So actually, the, sh- this person, whoever wrote the Vedapedia article, was saying that you could even split it up further. Hmm. So the Sealy Court is also known as the Summer Court, and the Unsealy Court is known as the Winter Court. But they said that there are actually four courts. So there's a they're to do with the seasons. Okay. So there's the spring, summer, autumn, and winter. So the spring and summer are both sealy courts, and the autumn and winter are the unsealy courts. Okay. But the fairies in the spring court were slightly different or had slightly different attitudes and behaviors than the fairies in the summer court. And the same goes for the autumn and winter. And then each of those fairies reside over this that season's special times of the year and they are strongest at those times of the year okay so for example the summer court are the strongest around the summer solstice and they've got the most influence then obviously that's not such a bad thing but what you really don't want to do is become across the unseely fairies when they are strongest right around like the winter solstice or um you know the yeah the equinoxes so it's all to do with those periods of the year like the pagan calendar which makes sense because the the winters are dark and and long and your imagination goes to Mm. more fun places when you've it's been dark since four o'clock in the afternoon right and you're or earlier yeah so it's not difficult to see that's a long season of evil fairies though I know that's a long season I know so what yeah tell me more there's also another distinction made by Catherine Briggs I love her she's my I know our guru of the land and so she said that there is another subsection mm-hmm. and I guess you would put these in the Sealy section, but they're okay. a subsection and they're domesticated fairies. Yes. So they are the ones that live mm-hmm. in our houses yes. and farms and help out around the house, but we don't see them. And so they are known as domesticated fairies, but they, mm-hmm. I guess, would sit in with the Sealy fairies because right. they're not particularly nasty in any way right so so I'm gonna speak about both core Celie and Unseelie in a little bit more detail okay and the see I found this really cool YouTube video that I'm gonna take a bit of information from so I'm gonna give him a shout out and he's called um Black Dragon Tavern okay and he did a video on the Celie and Unseelie court he, he's a guy that looks a bit like a Viking and he does folklore YouTube videos. So they're kind awesome. Of cool yeah. There's some great channels out there that I've come across yeah. as well. And so he told, he was saying there were lots of different names. So I said Sealy Court, Summer Court. Mm-hmm. Um, my, 
I'm just going to interrupt myself and say the sun is shining so I much. I know. I'm mesmerized by the the patterns on your face. I'm like, how does she, how do you look through that? <laughs> I'm just I'm just going with it now. Let's, I can't do anything about no. it. No, it's really bad lighting. Sorry, everyone. Oh, you're fine. So they're also known as the favorable court, the golden ones, the mm. high throne, or the golden throne. So they've got this conjure up this image of being yeah. absolutely beautiful yes but oh i was waiting for it where's the butt <laughs> <laughs> there's always you, a twist with these fairies they are never knew. what you think you mm-hmm. knew there was a butt mm-hmm. coming you knew there I was, was. A butt. i was looking forward to it it fairypedia describes them as like summer and spring combined with just a twist of evil. Mm, that's why you don't fuck with the fairies, man. No, don't fuck with just the fairies. Even Max, the good ones. Max, yes. are you listening? Max, heed our warning. <laughs> <laughs> you learn if you take nothing away from this childhood. <laughs> take that. So even though the Sealy Corps are benevolent, they are generally good. We all know that mm. in reality no fairies are yeah there's always they're like your they're like your frenemy (laughs) they are that's perfect that is perfect because even if they're being friendly towards you Mm -hmm. there's always a catch there's always a catch yes like if you were in high school yes you would be should be wary of becoming super good friends with your frenemy, yeah, the Sealy Fairy. You gotta watch your back. They're like Mean Girls, yes, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and also like Mean Girls. They also have all these rules that like you yeah. don't know about. But if you switch it up, yeah, all the and time, if you cross so they it, pull the then... out from underneath your feet. You don't know what's happening. Exactly like that. <laughs> oh, that, that's the most perfect analogy. That's beautiful. Well, I didn't read that off anyone else's website. I made that oh, one That is myself. a Lucy Bryden original <laughs> fact. So Very anyone fact. else like yes. listens to our podcast, you have to quote me on that one. Yes. <laughs> Please reference appropriately. Because <laughs> we are so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Briggs would be so proud. I know. <laughs> So they, so silly fairies, they're like, they'll like help out around the house. They'll help out around the farm. Um, but they can still cause harm to humans because they're not innocent and they don't always yeah. have innocent motivations. Intentions. Yeah. But also they, um, they'll sometimes have like, just bouts of mischief and they decide to be naughty just to get a bit of a laugh mm-hmm. as well yeah so they're definitely your frenemy because they'll be walking down the corridor in high school with you and they'll like trip you up on purpose mm-hmm. just so that everyone else in the corridor hallway laughs at you yes and they'll pretend that they didn't do it mm-hmm. that's exactly what that silly fairies are like right and they're so, also they're also very highly offendable as well oh so you God, have yes so they have all sorts of which i'm not gonna go you but have they, to watch you have to watch what you say you have to watch 
what you what do, you, do mm-hmm. you have to really be careful that you don't do something to offend them because if you accidentally <laughs> bend the silly fairies yes they will retaliate yes so they'll think that they've been wronged they're actually really fucking nasty yeah <laughs> and they're very high maintenance like you got so high maintenance, so high maintenance. <laughs> Like we put them in this category, like these are the nice ones. Yeah. And, mm. But in reality, none of them are nice. So much. It's just a they're the lesser of two evils. Yes, that's the yeah, absolutely. You really don't want to like seek out. Mm-mm. You don't want to seek out fairies. If you're me and you see a fairy ring sign. You run, run. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why those, the hawthorn trees that, you know, and the fairy rings and the stone circles and the fairings are completely untouched because their reputation precedes them by centuries. That's why people don't mess with them still to this day. Fairies do yeah. not chop down those trees. Fa- farmers do not grow crops through those circles. They I stay saw, away. I, I saw a really cool, was it? What video was it? The, was it the was one it the with the Irish face? guy? Was it? The, was that on the fairy face? I think video? it was. Yeah, where the hawthorn tree was yes. growing, and he managed to get the local council to, to basically it. go all the way around. The it whole highway went tree. around it. Yeah, the whole highway went around this tree because they did not want to risk upsetting. That would be a prime example of yes. accidentally offending the fairies. But but they did that because there was so much evidence of think of times yeah. in the past where actual relatives and people who lived in that town chopped down an arm of a, a branch of the tree or they had so much proof of bad things happening I to know. people who mess with the trees like right there on their properties that were like, hey, remember Uncle Bob who you know, chopped down that one on his property, like he died the next day. Or, you know, they had like account (laughs) after account after account of actual things happening. And it was based on those true stories. And that's why they said they had to get all the locals together and be like, hey, you guys remember, (laughs) like there's a history of bad shit that happens to humans when they mess with these things. And And people came forward to, to create an argument that made the developer be like, oh fine and then i think he was like oh well i, I guess just just to we'll be on just, the safe we'll side we'll scoot around the local it. planning guy was like this is stupid this is what's the going on here and then eventually he was like let's just thing. keep it let's just keep keep yeah. the peace let's not yeah. do it do it let's I'm just not risk not worth setting. it yeah the locals let's went crazy not risk fucking with the babies exactly. <laughs> yes it's a thing <laughs> so they could actually see the fairies while they're not like super super evil they'll still do things like steal your crops or steal people right so even silly fairies would be making changeling children that's not necessarily an unseely thing that's a, still a silly yeah. thing to switch children out and it they are most it's most common to see them at twilight or dawn and they are associated with like the on the earth areas so when you think about like you say the trees the hawthorn trees mm-hmm. the fairy mounds fairy rings woodlands all of those kinds of areas which Mm -hmm. are 
throughout time have been left untouched or you don't go anywhere near right then that is the unseelie fairies that live there so oh oh you need to hmm. stay out of those places Exercise. not upset them don't go plowing up a fairy ring don't you know none of those things because those are the things that will turn what appears to originally be fairly chilled out nice beautiful you know playing guitar and riding on a horse fairy into the kind of fairy that would be like well I'm gonna steal her crops because she did that thing I I I just love that their influence had been so real to so many generations of people it almost like they chased out the humans and that's why those places remain so untouched and there aren't targets on every corner like the like it's like the fairies like one out of all those centuries (laughs) isn't that great it's (laughs) freaking amazing but it also makes me like um it's 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 like the fairies are protectors of the earth in a lot of ways which yeah it's like a whole nother dimension. Well, we even actually, about. it is thought that those fairies, their rule was partially to to build the land that a lot of Scotland has been created by the fairies, but also to ma- maintain the whole like natural order between nature and humans and the fairies. Okay. So the okay. purpose of the uns the the sealy fairies not the unsealy the purpose of the sealy fairies and their relationship with humans is to maintain that natural order and the order of nature and it is actually thought now that all of this um industrialization and uh, ecological environmental damage and all of this is actually the work of the unseelie fairies the the super evil ones oh i know and that we need to i'm guessing you could then go a step further and say that if we as humans respected the fairies and we were careful not to antagonize them and do things that the natural order of the planet earth Mm -hmm. would remain and it's when we upset that upset that that it all goes a little bit tits up (laughs) which is which is why i love fairies but i'm also terrified of them yes i know it's why i love fairies but Mm. stay over there in your lane but i'm listening i'm listening to the history of the fairies and what they say I think and that's amazing. Do your thing, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not chopping down that Hawthorne tree. Into my house. Yeah. Yes. I know. So there's actually this. I'm going to read out. I'm not going to quote it because it's old Scots. It's like super hard. Yeah, but hard. there's actually the Sealy Court is mentioned in lots of literature. And so this is one that was dated to the 1700s, but they think that it's much older than this. Mm-hmm. They think it's a few hundred years old. And it's called the Ballad of Alison Gross. Love and um, this, Karen, you would be interested to know. Yes. Is Child Ballad number 35. 
And now I know exactly what that means. And now we're experts. Thanks to episode 12, I think. Yes. Last week's episode. And now we know. Isn't that nice? We know what it is. I read that and I was like, I know exactly exactly what that that is. is. And if you're just listening for the first time and you don't know what that is, child is a name, is the last name of a man who in the 1800s, who he was in the United States, he was the first professor of Harvard literature and he wrote over 2,400 letters to Scotland, people in Scotland, and said, give me your story. Give me, I want to hear your folklore stories. They wrote back to him. He collected them in which today is a set of five volumes of his folklore ballads and stories. <laughs> and the number is associated with the number of these stories that he recorded in these books. So when yeah. you say child plus a number, that's this man's volume of work that he collected of stories from Celtic country. I don't think it was just Scotland. I actually am not sure exactly, but I know mm-hmm. it was Scotland alone. He sent more than 2,400 uh, letters, but that, that refers to a specific entry, which must have been this ballad. And thank you so much. We had to recap that. See how nice that was of me to illuminate someone else. Who, why don't they know other people need to take the time to do that? I know. And, and I loved it when I read it and I was like, I, I feel like I'm becoming a little bit more of a not an expert yet, obviously, but like I, I knew what that meant. I yeah, knew nice. from the previous it's, reference, yes. which is super cool. Okay, awesome. So, um, so apparently, Alison Gross was the ugliest witch in the North Country. Oh, so they Allison. were super nice about her. Poor Alison. Sorry, I know. Poor Alison. Poor and Allison. so clearly, because she was so ugly, she couldn't get married or whatever she had to try and persuade a man to become her lover through various different means oh i know so she Mm. couldn't just like go down the nearest pub and be like you're coming home with me because she's (laughs) so ugly she had to resort to magic maybe that's what i need to do she needed a little fairy glamour yeah (laughs) (laughs) which will be its own episode yes but he still wasn't having it. What? After all of that, he Allison. still wasn't having it. Jeez. She tried to bribe him by, well, here's a funny list, funny old list. <laughs> Combing his hair. I love these ballads. They're so funny. It's always so good. Yeah. Here's the list, right? You'll recognize me when I have one glove on one hand and my hair is combed and I'm on this color horse and, and, and. Okay. I can't wait to hear the list. Okay. Combing hair. Gave him a scarlet mantle. Ooh. Who doesn't love a scarlet mantle? And then she gave him a silk shirt with pearls. What? So she's like, here, have all these fancy things. Will you and sleep he, with and me he, now? And, and he's now like, will you um, sleep with me? I can think of a oh, few better Allison. things. <laughs> that's really pathetic behavior. Yes. Like, that's Come not on. the way to get a man. No. Not that I'm an expert, but like... <laughs> That's really not the way to get a man. No. Like play a little bit hard to get. And nobody you know? likes clothes. Like men don't like clothes nobody, for Christmas. Nobody, I know men don't give a shit about clothes. No. Most of them, unless they're fashion queens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, so that's lame. She needs some pointers. And then finally she tried to give him a golden cup. So clear the clothes weren't working. So she tried to give him this golden cup and he still wasn't having it. He still wasn't falling for her charms. 
I don't understand why. Yes. She was the ugliest witch in the oh. whole country. So she was super pissed off. <laughs> As any good ugly witch would be after all I of those know. attempts. So <laughs> I don't love my cup. What? So what did she do? So when it, none of those things worked, she blew on a horn three times and she made an oath that he would regret it. Oh, we're going to regret Whoa. this. Should have like, taken like the cup. Of standards. Yes. You're going to regret this. And then she struck him with silver wand. Oh, that's and not turned nice. It, turned him and it's turned him into a, and it says in quotes, worm w-r-w-y-r-m but then in brackets which i think is scottish for american parentheses yeah yeah I'm is that what it's you. called yeah that what it's called over there yeah it is we say bracket oh that's cool in, i didn't know there was a difference okay cool in brackets it said dragon so i'm not sure whether yeah. she turned him into a worm no, so I'm gonna do an episode on or dragons. A dragon. No, it no worm is the like old Scots term for dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm gonna another, do an episode on that coming up. In yes. another article that I read, it just said worm, W-O-R-M. So but clearly worm, that person read it wrong. No, but worm is a like a Celtic dragon. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I thought that I didn't know that and you would know that and you would have I didn't know that schooling me about that. But I really because I want to do an episode on dragons so bad. So I've been looking into that. And yeah, a worm is a dragon, which I'm like, that's not the same thing, my friends. But I don't know at what point like a a worm became and Celtic worms, dragons are very serpent like they're almost like snakes, which I think maybe like they don't have the big wings and they're Uh not the lizard version. They're like the snake variations. I don't want to spoil my episode, but but worm classically means and that's from like the Scandinavian influence. Um, So do they think that the worms that you get in the ground are like baby dragons? I don't think so. I think they're totally unrelated. But okay. They're, it's like a homonym. It's like the same word, but it means okay. something totally different. I actually love the old way of writing it. W-I-R-W-Y-R-M. Yeah, that's, that's much cool. cooler than just. So she tied him to a tree and turned him into a dragon. Which is kind of a cool thing to turn when, when you turn them into something like an actual worm, which would be like insulting I, and tiny. Well, the first Turn them version, into something cool. Exactly. The first what? version I read, it said W-O-O-R-M, just like worm the yeah. worm. And it wasn't until I dug a little bit more that I found right. this version that said dragon. Yeah, it is a dragon. And it, so at first I thought it was a worm. And I was like, she was super pissed with him. She yeah. turned him into a worm because that's like a crappy yeah. little creature. That it would make more into. sense than a dragon. Don't give him like you know, a something come cool on, to be. Allison? Maybe that's why nobody liked her. She was doing shit like that all the time. No, you're, you're a witch. Like, it was on her side, but now I'm going to have to maybe side with the dragon man. I was never on her side. Come on. Oh, well, I was kind of rooting for her. She was like an underdog, but now... <laughs> Uh, maybe so, so anyway yeah sorry <laughs> so he, Where the, go. he got he got left tied to this tree yeah and then along comes the silly court oh and silly court troops by because they're trooping fairies they yeah. troop by yeah and the queen of the silly court sees mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and she rescues him 
and it said, I'm quoting whatever website I was reading, by stroking him three times, Ew. which sounds a little Ew. bit gross. It's a little sexual. I know. <laughs> but she knows men. So, I mean, if Allison mm. had started there, maybe the rest wouldn't have happened maybe if i was saying st- just stroked, stroked him, him three times which depends is... where she would stroke him of course <laughs> but you know he's a man uh, yeah so he turns back into a man oh and that was the ballad of allison gross and I found that... <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a pretty straightforward ballad <laughs> i'm surprised it wasn't like and then <laughs> they had three children and it two was... of which were <laughs> blah 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 and then they went back in time that was actually very i like that one it was probably a lot longer but i'm summarizing because yes. i still got the unsealy chords yeah <laughs> sorry i am just wrapped on every word we could we could make this a six hour i know so that's fantastic because there is another one called the ballad of lady mary o'craignathan and it's very similar so she's a woman who is kidnapped by a fairy man and the father mm-hmm. he the father of the woman curses the Sealy court mm. so this is a this pilot is a lesson in still placating the Sealy court got it because the father curses the Sealy court because he stole they stole her his daughter and so he threatens to cut down the woods where they live and he is also told how he can get his child back through magic. But he is warned that he really shouldn't be doing all of this. And But he does it. He cuts down, he threatens, and he cuts down their woods, and he uses magic to get his daughter back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he dies soon after because he cursed the Sealy court. Okay. So the Sealy. purpose of the ballads is it's basically giving proof to the existence of the Sealy Court, yeah. in, like as almost like documented in history, right? Like, yeah. oh, these songs exist because these things happened and they've been passed along and it gives us information uh, about the Sealy Court. Yeah. Like factual information. Love it. I so know. cool. And so there's obviously probably a lot more than I'm sure that. There but are. that was just two quick examples. Yeah, that's great. So I have examples of what theories would in the Sealy Court and I think this is kind of cool yeah and there I I found it hard it's not like I could find a whole big list I would have probably have had to have gone through a list of Scottish fairies and then written myself next to them oh yeah. I think that one's Sealy that one's on Sealy yeah. but for definite Selkies are definitely Sealy okay because they're not like they're very nice bad. they're nice yeah. fairies and then all these kind of um, domesticated yeah the brownies like goblins hobgoblins yeah all of those yeah elves and then there's another one that was put down as a silly called a dooney which mm-hmm. and i'm not going to speak about too many of the fairy traits in case we want to do a whole episode on that yeah. particular fairy yeah, yeah but this one is a shape-shifting scottish fairy who would turn into a pony so that that's it, it, he would trick someone into mounting him because mm. it was a horse. Yeah. Run down the road and then disappear. Poof. So the person would fall falls down. down when they hit a really muddy part of the track. <laughs> so he's doing it to entertain himself, basically. Yeah, it's like a super. He's a trickster. Yeah. yeah. So like, like it's not evil. It's yeah. like a 
ha 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 i'm gonna do this yeah. funny thing because he's like, bored he's like he's like giggles. just fucking around with the humans for like his own entertainment yeah yeah it's like his own little funny thing yeah but the funny the funny thing that i that i um came to the realization after reading this list mm-hmm. was that actually i hadn't thought about this before but Brownies and hobgoblins mm-hmm. are definitely the original idea behind Dobby the house elf. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I knew that part. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't know was, you know how in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. if Dobby gets clothes, he gets free? Yeah, that's actually based in And that folklore. is actually yeah. based in yeah. folklore. And because, that's the bit that I didn't know. Yeah, because they get very insulted. It was like, never yes. give. Uh, yeah, I've read that many times. I'm a, so, I love reading about those. Yeah. With brownies and house elves, yes. you are supposed to give them milk or i'm sure we'll have like a whole there's a lot of rules we definitely are going to do that yeah there's a lot of rules associated there's a lot with of rules them. but yes. you can feed them cream or milk and yes. they come out and they do your housework i really need to put, start putting i was gonna say i, I would my really, house bloody well needs i would play by the rules all day long if i could have one of those yeah that would be amazing um but you are not ever supposed to buy them give them clothes, clothes because yeah. if you give them clothes they will leave you they will leave and you know what and else that you know what is else where is... jk yeah got her inspiration yeah. from because it's, it's true from, you know what Dobby. else is, you know what else is taboo with brownies and again i don't want to go into too much detail either but you know what else you, you're not allowed to but do we could speak about this forever so i'm go just ahead. gonna add one more thing because we're talking no 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 i'm saying like i want to hear it yeah you are not allowed to say thank you to <gasps> are you not Mm-mm. It's if they find it very insulting. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. This is the whole Mean Girls with all their fucking rules. Like you have to know it's very confusing, and, it's, and you're all—it's a little gaslighting where you're not—they make you feel crazy. So you have to just know ahead of time. Yeah, that's why you. There's no gifts, and then you cannot say thank you because there's they, definitely that element totally of like insulted. I'm going to do leave. this thing for you, but uh-huh. I'm going to have all these funny little things that if you step out of line yeah. in one yes. way or another, which I haven't told you about. Yeah. Beforehand, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. And I actually um was wondering. So as I was reading that, yeah. I was wondering if that is where the girl group brownies comes from. Oh, do they have brownies in Scotland? Yeah, they do. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. It's like so, like when you're thing? you know like seven or eight or eleven or twelve oh, or whatever. No, it's like brownie. the girl yeah, yeah, version yeah. of Scouts. Yeah, for sure. And, I was a brownie. Oh, that's and a I was really a brownie. good question. Oh, and, and obviously when it when we were young, it was quite sexist. Yeah. So and now you, I think it's super sexist. I never even thought about that before. So yes. When you went when Little we were young, you went to brownies. Girls went to brownies and learned, did their badges in cooking and sewing and housework and all of those things, mm-hmm. the sexist things. And then boys went to scouts. And did all the fun things like building fires and making rope, knotting ropes and making, yeah, carving wood and all yeah. those cool fun things that I would have much preferred to have been doing. Yes. And I think nowadays it's a lot more merged and it's just like um, 
girls can go to scouts if they want and they can I don't like, even do I have work, three boys so I have no idea I yeah. did I as I was reading it I was like I bet this is where the name brownies for I that wonder. group comes from because it, they're right. learning house skills you know I they're like I a, know they're learning how to be a little house elf yeah I can hate that now I know it's kind of because <laughs> domestic work me. is literally the bane of my existence I know yes. mine too if please if I could have a little brownie I, I promise know. I won't thank you and I promise I'll I never ever ever buy you clothes I'm gonna google that really quickly while you keep talking yeah. because I actually now need so to know the answer to before that. we move on to the unsealy court mm-hmm. I'm just gonna mention that I know I haven't said who the king of the queen of the sealy court is yeah it's partially because I find that bit hard to find they, they're not really named too much there was one quite a few websites that named them as uh obviously like Queen Titania and King Oberon but to me I feel like that's maybe a bit more of a slightly later thing that to me seems quite Shakespearean mm-hmm. Midsummer Night's Dream and so I don't know whether that's an old Scots thing. I would have to dig into that. The fairy queen for yeah. the queer. Well, well I know there was always a fairy queen and a king, but the right. being named as Titania and Oberon, have they always been that? I don't 100% know the answer no. to that, but I think, well, I think that those are specific ones of many. I don't think there was yeah. one fairy queen. I think there have been many, many fairy queens yeah. and those were just ones of the names that that got written down in ballads like that were recorded but a lot of times they didn't have a name like in the like in the the ballad of tam lynn it was just the fairy queen yeah because if there's there's not just one court right i'm assuming there's a lot of different ones and they all probably have a queen associated with them just like i know oberlin is typically the name of oberlin's a college i went to in the states (laughs) That would be where it comes from. I know. I'm yes. the Fairy Queen. It's Thank okay. you. Yes, Oberon. Um, gonna, oh, that's even worse. I'm trying to sort out my window. I know. I don't know how you can see. Well, I can see, but you can't see me, which is maybe not a bad thing. So the, can I just go back? Can I yeah, yeah, back yeah. to the go brownies Before we things? move on to the evilness and so, get super depressed. So this is really cool. So originally the brownies of the Girl Scouts were called rosebuds. But oh, were that re- sounds a bit mm, sexual. It does. But were renamed by Lord Baden-Powell after the girls had complained they didn't like their name. The story comes from the story The Brownies by Julia Horatia Ewing, written in 1870. In the, two chi- in the story, two children, Tommy and Betty, learn that children can be helpful brownies instead of being lazy bogarts, both of oh. which are fairies. Fairies, yeah. That is such a cool little twist it is i know i was thinking it as i was i as i was writing down my notes i was like oh i wonder if that's where that comes from so that's cool to find that out that is really cool wow that is such a little fun fact even though it's this super sexist it still sounds better than rosebuds which sounds like a little bit it does sound disgusting yeah Yeah. it really does makes me like cringe yeah so, neat. so good call, Baden Powell, for changing that name. Yeah, good call. I know that's very cool. So, are you ready for like yes. to be scared, witless? Yes. <laughs> yes. So the this the Unsealy Court 
are also known as the winter court, obviously, mm-hmm. or the bog court, or the court of death. Uh, oh, I know. Like, you really don't want to mess with the unseelie <laughs> yeah. court. No, can, can we no, just really stress that to all our five listeners? Right. Like, super, super <laughs> stress it. And, and this is a warning. Right. So if you don't heed our warning and you go ahead and you mess with the unseelies, it don't come running to us yeah. if you end up dead. So <laughs> they appear at nighttime rather than twilight. And those Which is already terrifying because you're already in the dark. Yeah. I know. And the difference between them and the seelies is that while the seelies do evil things either if you cross them or you don't follow their rules or they just create mischief just for the hell of it the unseelie court the fairies in the unseelie court are always ready to do anything to harm humans like they (laughs) need no prompting Mm -hmm. or prodding or no rhyme or reason it's like they the red caps do it they just well, want red to caps are kill actually you. an unseelie fairy because they just want to kill at you the top of the list yeah as an unseelie fairy which was episode two i know so you have to take special precautions against the unseelie and i wrote that down but i don't actually have a list of what the special precautions are so don't know, fuck with fairies don't fuck with them that's a special <laughs> yeah special precaution right behave there. yourself don't provocate yeah. them i guess that would be provoke is provocate even the right word i don't know i don't know but i knew what too you much meant so it's okay too much whiskey in my diet coke <laughs> <laughs> so they have the greatest power apparently at the quarter days so you've got to be super careful them what is a quarter but day is I have that no idea well is that the quarter part is that like beltane and i think so Sondheim and those that i can never say that correctly but that being said yeah they can actually be dangerous at any time any time yeah those are bad dudes they do, you don't need to do anything to do anything provoke them. they just want to hurt they you just be bad so you said that just... so there's no list you don't have a list other than red caps oh i do have a list oh can i hear but, some but Are before, you before yeah. i tell you apparently one thing that unseelie fairies like to do is they like to assault travelers so people oh. traveling along the road that are like on their own traveling mm-hmm. along the road They will lift travelers up in the air, hit them with sticks and stones. (laughs) What? And then force the travelers to kill the cattle of local farmers. So the (laughs) travelers get into trouble from the farmers. Okay. Is this a horror movie yet? I know. Because it really should be. I know. What? That's messed up. I mean, I watched that Tamlin film. (gasps) Oh, oh my God, you did? It was so good. You need to watch it. Oh, my God. It was so good. And it had, like, Wicker Man vibes about it. It was, like, that kind of, like, sli- like slightly spooky, eerie. Yeah, the whole like, time. I know evil, it's supposed to be a horror movie. Oh, my um, God. Like, kind of undertone. That oh, evil like... undertone. Yes. To the troop of fairies. That fairy queen was definitely an unseelie, I think. Yeah. Because there was this, like, evil undertone to all the people. And that's... What I feel from the unseelies is that there's like this constant evil 
under. Well, they do have to give an actual tithe to hell every seven years. So, I I mean, they're, they are connected to the other world, but also the underworld, I guess, as well. So again, you have that sort of Christian vibe, like layered in, 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 and amongst them as well. Although if I was going to analyze this from a non-believer modern standpoint, which I'm not saying that that's what I am, but if I was going to pretend that that's what I was, do you mean a non-fairy believer a or non-fairy a non-fairy believer christian believer a non-fairy okay. believer okay if i was going to pretend that i was a non-fairy believer mm-hmm. and analyze this from like an academic yes. standpoint yeah this is a super good excuse for shitty behavior oh for sure so like anyone who does anything violent yeah or like Anything they're like the unsealy the unsealy they made me do it. it. Wasn't me. Sorry, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> the the unsealy the unsealies made me put all those men in the freezer. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I know. So- the unsealies made me capture all these women. <laughs> He might have got away with it if he thought about that right? with his defense. I mean, there's <laughs> hundreds of stories. Right. You know, and there there's that kind of like I do <coughs> kind of think that there's, you know, there's a lot of folklore stories. It's about warning children, like stay away yes. from the locks, and yes. it's about safety. Drowning and, and then yes. there's all these other stories that <laughs> it's like straight this up is murder. A, this is an excuse that this is the reason why somebody murdered somebody, you know? Yes. But anyway, apparently it says, unsealed fairies also, and I wrote this in capital letters and put three exclamation marks behind it because Whoa. I couldn't believe it. Whoa. Eat humans. What? I really? know. I know. Ooh. I think that might have even been from Wikipedia. Unsealy fairies. So you know it's factual. Well, because I took my notes and they're all jumbled together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know nothing about. I that. know that's super scary. Ew, that is but very scary. Maybe that's, I had not heard you know, that before. But that is what Jeffrey Dahmer did. So maybe he was oh, an Maybe he was just an unsealy fairy. Ew. Yeah. Sorry that we're talking about gross stuff like this. Yeah, well, that's like. The red caps, which like keep their caps red from dipping in the blood of humans. Oh, so they're there. I know. Clearly. I know. <laughs> clearly they're, they're they in exist. that camp, aren't they? They've gone into the dark side. They're definitely Ooh. the not a Jedi knight. They're, well, that also explains uh, why they're not it? the changeling. That's explains why changelings are done by the Sealy Court because the yeah. the unsealy courts are like we just eat them. We're not switching yeah. the, those bastards. We're just, we'll just gonna eat, eat them alive. That's a total different ballgame. So you know how I was saying that like the Sealy Court is all about maintaining the natural order of like the universe and yes. the planet. And yeah. the Unsealy Court is the opposite. The Unsealy Court is all about trying to fuck it up, like mm. trying to mess with it and make it all wrong which is why I was speaking about like industrialization and all that kind of stuff it's just like they think that you know when that kind of thing happens that is an unsealy behavior action I have a huge list of unsealy fairies bring it I want to hear them I'm gonna super speed through them we had red caps but did you know that finfolk are considered unsealies 
Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because they they try yeah. to they they're awful those men. I yeah. know they are, but I just got glamored by their amazing palace. <laughs> I know their ancestral palaces are. I know they made it sound so nice that I thought that they were so cool, but actually they're not. They're no, freaking evil. They're so monstrous, and they just are trying to capture and kill humans all the time. Yes, I know. No, so that they're pretty monstrous. So all of those monstrous type yeah. beings, like yes. Kelpies as well. Yeah, although they are sometimes on the fence because they're not always super super evil but yes Kelpies. yeah i think they are they they're trying to drown you well, and they're trying to lure you to your watery death you don't think that's well yeah you're right they're, they're, they're yeah they're, they're only out to get you so there's another one called a shelly coat did you know there's so many fairies like it's gonna take us five years folks, to get <laughs> to through list, all of these rip them but off. this is a male water sprite from the borders which wore shells which is why it's called the shelly coat oh. and what um, do you mean they wore shells what does that like, mean had like outfits made of shells like a necklace of shells shells oh, okay like seashells and we might that, have to draw that like rattle so that makes Ooh, that's noise terrifying and like a rattlesnake warning they, when you're like oh shit i know the and they get like coming. wanderers and they pretend that they're drowning so that the wanderers will like come and help them and then that's how they trick them such assholes yeah they lure there's there's a lot of luring on purpose luring on purpose there's somebody there's one's called brown man of the muirs and they are dwarves who while they serve as the guardian spirit of wild animals and all that sounds fine and dandy until until they kidnap children (laughs) kill men who if they find like people out wandering in the wilderness mm. so obviously this is like where you know if you go climbing a huge big hill in scotland on your own you will get captured by a brown man of the muirs i wonder if this is like back in the old days people like covering up murders and shit like oh i hate this neighbor and then he mysteriously dies and then the guy comes running back like oh that guy was totally killed by the blah 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 yeah i think it's a combination a combination between that and also getting people not to go and do things which are dangerous it's like a combination of safety and scapegoating excuses definitely wow that's messed up but listen but, to this, Karen. Yeah. I'm <laughs> totally because apparently, listening. with the brown man of the mirrors, you can like tame him by chanting three strokes. Are you ready? <laughs> Monko Tiggle, Snowbart Tallwall, Dixie Cramble. <laughs> and then he's fine. <laughs> and then he yeah. giggles like a little boy. What is that? He said <laughs> that makes no sense. I love it. <laughs> I have to write that down so I don't forget. So when I see him, I know what to I say. I actually had to copy and paste that from the <laughs> website because I said, like, I'm going to type this wrong. Yeah. Marco Tiggle, Snowbart Tallwall, Dixie Cramble. I'm going to say that on a nightly basis just in case. Uh, sounds like scrambled words. I know. And then he's just fine. And then he's like, oh, all right. My bad. Yeah, have a good sorry. day. <laughs> on you go. On your way. I won't ki- kidnap your child. <laughs> Kill you another so there's actually other fairies 
you probably know this from all your your red cap research. Mm-hmm. But there's other fairies that are super similar to red caps. Yeah, there's there one are. called a powdy, and there was one called a dunter, which I love that word, yeah, dunter, because that's a real yeah. Scottish like, oh, like a dunter. Yeah, like, that could be a that that could be a really good in Scottish insult, actually. Yeah, yeah, dunter. <laughs> It does. Yeah. That would make a really good insult. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to say great things are capital. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Shit, things are dunters. (laughs) You fucking dunter. So to round up the Unseelies, I want to speak about super quickly. I'm sure we'll do an episode on her Mm. on Nick Nevin. Have you heard of Nick Nevin? I haven't. It just sounds exactly like this YouTuber I follow, whose name is Nick Nick Minnan, I think, or well, something. That really person better be careful; they don't get yeah. accused of witchcraft and get okay. and get put on a fire. I'll let them know, and I'll tell you why. Because apparently, Nick Nevin is supposed to be the queen of the Unseelie Court, oh. but she is connected to witchcraft and witches. So actually, mm. the whole of the Unseelie Court is connected to witchcraft. So in mm. Scotland. In Scotland, witches were connected with the Unseelie Court, but in the way that it was thought that the Unseelie Court would come just like Isabel Gowdy had the devil came and like seduced her. A member of the Unseelie Court would come along, find somebody that they deemed a little bit bad that could be like swayed their way but usually someone who was quite like intelligent and young didn't have to be a woman could be a man as well and turn them into a witch Mm. to work for the unseelie court to help with the upsetting of the natural order so it was seen in Scotland that witchcraft was an upset of the natural order Mm. and that was all to do with the unseelie court they were like a medium like a so it's like a yeah, yeah so it's like, like a like go-between like go-between right. oh, fascinating like, I did not know that yeah I didn't know so that like the witch would be this yeah. like a puppet on a string yeah. for the unseelie babies oh I did not know I that didn't, I didn't either wow it's super, super Ooh, it's even darker because they're so like sophisticated and I know they're, they're like manipulative oh, that girl and let's use her Yes. Oh, we've noticed that she's maybe had bad thoughts about that person. So right. Like use her and tell her right. that if she has bad thoughts about her neighbor. Do you know she could cast that spell yes. to do that thing? Yes. So they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, they're kind of like their medium. Now I have a question because so do the, I, mean, I don't know if this came out in your research or we just need to do a little bit more digging, but do the other fairy queens, it's because they have such a dark connection to hell with their tithes to the devil every yeah. seven years, which makes sense now that you're talking about the unsealed court and their relationship to witches. That actually makes more that that relationship makes more sense. So are the fairy queens on the unsealed court or they're queens in each court? There's and queens and kings in each, each court. court. So like the Tam Lin mm-hmm. court. Fairy queen could have been from the unseely court, and that's mm-hmm. why she was gonna like sacrifice him. Yeah. And whereas, had it been a yeah. fairy queen from a seely court, their relationship might so, have been different. So, like the queen, so with the um, 
not the brand seer thomas reimer yeah queen that he met would have probably been a sealy queen she okay. was a nice one okay well that she makes just like so much took sense. him to mm-hmm. Babyland. so there's like unsealy right. queens and kings okay sealy queens and so kings. from here on out we can like layer that into our stories and we can guess like which court i know they i know i think it was quite good to on. do this I know it not too time. late because it like it that gives some backstory for yeah. all the fairies that we're going to discuss because we really haven't even gotten into fairies yet. I know we've got actually so many shocking. That we I feel like about. we've skimmed over some. We've touched on them, but this is our first deep dive. So this is I know an essential episode. Thank you, Lucy, yeah. for all so of this. Nick Nevin is known as like she's known as like kind of the queen of the witches or the grandmother witch mm-hmm. and but she's also known as the queen of the unseelie court and okay. the two of them are just like kind of interchangeable from each other like but the crazy thing is that <coughs> actually in a lot of the witchcraft trials in scotland mm-hmm. um a lot of women and men came under fire because of supposed connections to Nick Nevin. I'm pro- I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I don't know, but every time you say it's it, I think it's N- Nick N-I-C- Nevin. N-I-C-N-E-V-I-N. Okay. But also, there were people who were killed in witchcraft trials mm. simply because their surname was similar to Nick uh, Nevin. Yeah. Isn't that sad? But that makes her that makes that evil fairy so much more real because she had a name that people could name her. It was almost like like for those people that that fairy queen was a hundred percent real. Can you imagine like your next door neighbor is Mary McNiven and it's like a super similar and you're like she's a witch because her second name's McNiven. Let's call the witch finder. What? Let's get her killed. Yeah, that's really messed up. I wonder, I want to know where that came from. Was that somebody that must have been some super asshole human? I know. Probably that actually, which which probably was so mad at somebody for something and like, because putting a first and last name to something like that. I know. And the ramifications, that is some dark shit. I, I mean, know people there are there was over place that. I read that there were actually like a few different variations of what they think is like the root source Ooh. of this name. Um, so you know, with a lot of these things, there's like different spellings and yeah, different sure. pronunciations. Sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and um, she she was also known as like interchangeable. I wrote it down and then I didn't type it up because I was like, this is episode's gonna turn into 50 million hours but i can find it super quickly um someone called the gyre gyre kaelin or gyre kaelin um which was also like a fairy character and a witch so they don't know whether that person Mm-hmm. is also Nick Nevin or whether they're separate people. I just he keep thinking of this YouTuber who's Nick Nimmin. That's what I get yeah, every time you say poor, it. It's like the poor YouTuber guy. because, I know. you know, they're cursed. He's a witch. But, so Nick Nevin could like, apparently she could like conjure up storms and like cast mm. all these different They just get blamed for all sorts of all bad of things. things. Yeah. But you know the thing that, that I found out 
during this, when towards the end of this research, that was the coolest thing that oh, wow. I had not known before. It became like a little light bulb went on oh. in me, and I went, "Oh my goodness!" Oh, and I've set, I've, I've built it up now. And you'll be like, "That's I'm, not that interesting." I am really on the edge of my seat, literally. Well, did you know that in 1752 they changed the calendar and they basically just erased 11 days? What? I know. So in so they had to try and align the calendar in Britain with like I think, did it become the Gregorian calendar or like they had to align it? They basically, I think something to do with leap years. Okay. And and Britain hadn't been using them or whatever. Okay. And like the rest of Europe had or something like that or okay. Rome or whatever. And they decided that they needed to um, make everything match up. Yes. Okay. But the only way of doing it was to be like, and they're called the lost days. Oh, creepy. I know. It's so wow. creepy. So basically. So what um, did they take them out wh- of? Do you know? Or So Wednesday, the 2nd of September, 1752. Which is my son's birthday. And then the next day was, was Thursday, the 14th of September. Oh, that's weird. They just removed so they a just whole removed week. removed. 11 days wow but because of that halloween is actually changed oh the date of halloween is actually changed interesting which also which is also what's that one is that sunheim which i never that's not how you say Sawin. it Sawin. Sawin, yeah which i say wrong every time so that actually um so it would have been a week later then so it would have been on the 11th of november right which is Veterans Day. Before. And it became 31st of October. Interesting. That's and weird. I was like, what? Yeah, they just took I it out. I did not know that. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I never, ever so heard that. Isn't cool? Mm-hmm. Like, so cool and kind of creepy that, that they can just be like, okay, well, tomorrow. Can you imagine? Delete. Like, it's, a, it, it's a Monday the 31st of May today. Well, tomorrow is well, going to be Tuesday the 15th of well, May. Well, and also, how did they get everybody on board with that? I mean, how do you spread that news? Like, who, like uh, tell the all the villages, like, this is the new date. That would, you Can know. You imagine how pissed off you'd be if your birthday was <laughs> yeah, on, like, Thursday the 3rd of September. Yeah, and, and then you it just poof. Again, well, missed it that year. Yeah, my, my dad's birthday and my son's birthday are within that I week. Know. That's so funny. And no more. My best and friends how growing up. It would was, be if, like, you had a baby or something, and you just talked yeah, to and then yeah, just kidding. Yeah. My best friend growing up, she was a leap year baby. I always thought that was so cool. It's so cool, but I guess cool. like a little bit annoying if you yeah. But they just celebrate their day, their birthday, like on the well. Day they before. have to pick like, is it the twenty eighth or is it the first? And it was always like controversial. She was always a little annoyed. It was either one way or the other. Yeah. Your birthday's just missing. It's just not there. It's just not there. So weird. Just like how 11 days are just yeah. lost. And I, I find it super that. creepy. I've never heard of that. Lost days. Yeah. And I've never heard it. I've never heard of that either. I know. So apparently, Nick Nevin, 
the 11th of November was known as Nick Niven's night. Oh. And apparently she used to ride out with her company. And some people think that she would then, when they changed the dates, that she mm-hmm. would ride out with her company between October 31st till November. Wow. During that last week. During that last, that last week. week of that year. Wow. Yeah. That's creepy. I know. Fascinating. Very I know. Cool. So here's a, a last final bit of fun before we probably like wrap it on for another half an hour about seeing <laughs> on silly court stuff. But in like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? You probably do know this. What? I didn't know. I'm going to go and check it out this evening. That the TV show Shadowhunters is all about the Sealy and Unsealy Court. Oh, it is? I've never watched it, so I don't know. No, me neither. Oh, now I need to. I'm writing it down. And, it, and thank you, Shadowhunters. Yeah, right. I mean, sarcastically, because all my friggin' research kept popping up with, like, Shadowhunters family really? websites. Oh, wow. So it was really hard to um, distinguish the two. I was like, am I looking on, like, a fan a fan site right. for a TV show or, like, a academic site about the actual Seelie and Unsealy court? Right. No, because, I obviously, in Shadowhunters, the Seelie, the Queen and Kings are named and they've got names, so it kept coming up with stuff like that. But, yeah, apparently this TV show is, like, about some girl who finds out that she's a human-angel hybrid and she's got to fight demons. And okay. it's all it's about based on a, And it's a true story based on... <laughs> Very <laughs> on the unsilly court. Yeah. I oh okay. Oh, it's in 2016. I was like, why don't I know that? I know. So there's a fun and she's fun a redhead, probably is from she? she is, as they all and that's like that. What was that other show that just came out this year? Who was a redhead? Who was a changeling? What was that show? You oh, watched it. Yeah, the one where she goes to school and it's yes. like a ripoff of Hattie What Potter. was that called? Yeah, totally. Remember. But it was like modern day and they all had like yeah. iPhones and whatever. It was like teen fiction. Yes. We totally watched that though. Too. We totally watched it. I know. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Sean has always been into fantasy and sci-fi and stuff long before I ever was. And I just watched whatever he did because I didn't care. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, look yeah. at this little education that he's actually been giving me throughout the years. That I, I know. Even really I love realize. I know. And all my kids, teen fiction programs. I know. That's my kids. All, all their books that they like are all that genre too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, look at that. Little apple doesn't fall far from the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unless you're my son, and then it's all politics. But kill me for speaking about him because we're not talking not about him. To. But d- all I want to know is, did you finally get a picture of the Bible for me? Oh, I will go and do it, but not tonight because oh I'll scare my myself. But I'll do it tomorrow. And if I'll you don't do it tomorrow, I am not doing another podcast episode until what? I see a picture. <laughs> you can't me. That's silly behavior. This has been going on. <laughs> For months. Are you a Sealy? Are you I, a secret Sealy? This is tor- you're torturing me. I have you don't to- follow my rules. I'm I, not gonna do another weeks. <laughs> weeks, if not months, to see a photograph of this epic haunted Bible. Yeah, well, he actually did take it downstairs yesterday, just 
And you weren't like, I'm going to snap that when he goes to the bathroom. I'm just going to take. I try. I try. As soon as I got my phone out, he like zipped it away. Do it while he's in the room. You have to be subtle about it. Yeah. He's gone. (gasps) He's gone now for a little while. So okay. Sneak in and do it. This is like, you're like, tell him. You're torturing me having to (laughs) wait this long. It's not nice. I don't appreciate it. And our five listeners. I can't wait. Bible and I'm putting it in the blog so everyone can see it. <laughs> All of our one me. I'm the only one who sees it because I'm the one who writes it. <laughs> this is me writing the blog. Here is the podcast. Here is the video. <laughs> done. <laughs> and done. <laughs> keywords, keywords, done. <laughs> but yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. Do you have any of less? I literally think we're going on two hours. Do you? Oh my goodness. I am so sorry that took so long. Don't be sorry. I enjoyed every second of it, but I want to know if you have any last things you want to share with us. (laughs) No, I don't want to cut you short because I. Have you any last words, Lucy? What would your last (laughs) be? Before I kill you, because I want to see the Bible. (laughs) Show me the Bible. (laughs) The hair. Uh, I want to see the hair in it too. Ew, no, I don't. Never no, mind. I don't want no to hair. see the hair. No. I, 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 but un- he said that. he doesn't know what page the hair's in. Ew. I know. That weirds me out. Ooh. That it's like there and you don't you don't know where it is. No. Uh, no, I don't have any. Well, I don't have any last words. I would say that I <laughs> could probably carry on speaking about seeing oh, I could talk about while, it all day. I think we did a fair summary of it and i'm sure that it will get touched on more in future episodes oh i think so too well it gives us such a cool backdrop for all the fairies that are to come and it just like sets the stage and i I feel like we should have done that for our first episode it would have been a really cool i know but we can't go back in time unless because we haven't got a time slip in our Uh, houses so i know but i wish there was but i just think it's a really cool backdrop for all the the cool things that are to come we have so much to understand how that whole structure Yes. big picture of yeah that whole thing it, what are you a, doing next week Kat? i have no freaking idea because <laughs> this is me every night i'll be like okay i'm just gonna do first of all i haven't been able to, to read a fiction novel since we started the podcast oh. i can't do it because my books are, i keep them all on my night table pie okay i always oh, have this like you should see how high my pile is it's getting super high well, no, I know. I have like three piles and they're like teetering. Like it's like <laughs> Jenga with like the, like books, like big and small. And I just ordered another one. I ordered this one, which is the anthology of Scottish oh, folktales. I have cute. like new books coming in every week. I'm actually going to this area to my left next to me at my office. Oh, look at my arm jiggle. That's not good. I'm going to actually have it dedicated to like my podcast books because I, oh, yeah. so every night I'm like, I'm going to read a fiction novel. And then two minutes later, I'm like, I can't, I can't resist. And I like dive into my little fairy research and I can't, I cannot get enough. I can't get enough. I want to talk about brownies. I want to, there's also like brownies. Brownies gone bad. Like not yeah, all brownies like be a good episode. Because they also a lot of them like turn. They don't sometimes they don't stay good the whole time. Like oh. if you cross them or you do thank them or give them clothes accidentally. Some like there's well, a lot if you of think brownies about stories. Harry Potter where they're not some house elves that were a little bit not so mm-hmm. nice as well. Like yes. Dobby was a super cute, nice one, but there yeah. were some others that weren't particularly nice. I know, and some of them do some 
serious housework. Like they like do real work on the farm and well, the they don't work in my one. They, they like gone off on holidays. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've insulted them long ago. Probably <laughs> not carrying my own weight in the house. They're like, I'm not doing all the work. I'm out of here. <laughs> I know why they left, but, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a surprise, but there's a lot of things that I want to do. I want to do the dragons one. I've been wanting to do that, but I'm like, I'm like ADD. I'll get started on one and then I'll turn the page and I'm like, Oh, what's that? And I'm like, Oh, there's vampires. There's like, there's so I want to do one on the fairy queen. I want to do a deep dive on the fairy King. And like, why is he called, you know, that thing that you said. I and think what you have to do is just, just take pick pin one. and stick it in because I've, you know that like at some point I've done that as well. And then will. I'll be like, okay, that's the one. And then the same thing happens. Like it's all so good. It's all so good. I want to do everyone. So I don't know. It's a surprise and we have vacation coming up. So I got to like just pinpoint one and go. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. But um, you did an amazing job. I think it gives a really comprehensive picture of the good and the bad. What does it mean? Who is in which? So that when we go from here, we can like already have an idea of yeah, like, we what can be like, this one is definitely is. an unseely fairy. Yeah. And I think this is episode 13, which is, oh, I know. Appropriate. And teenage angst all at once. <laughs> yes. Yes. So thank you so much for all your hard work and your research. And it was just awesome. Thank you for listening for two hours. Yeah, it was my <laughs> freaking pleasure. It was so good. It was so good. Thank you. And we will be back next week with a surprise. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh.